When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hour two of our Thursday, April 15th show. And, uh... Here to answer all your questions about dog butt wiping. <laughs> no, we're done with that. Uh, uh, I, phone lines are open. No. Oh, no, there no, you no. go. Okay. But what is the one thing that like we've consistently been playing music-wise as just a little segment to give people a taste of? What is it? Kelly Oki, our favorite gal okay. who can sing anything. Okay, so what is in Billboard yesterday? How Kelly Clarkson's wildly popular Kelly Kelly covers got started and get made. So okay. it's interesting. Because I, I was saying it should be it should be a, a list, you know, a music Spotify list or it's something. It's one yeah, of the really. most popular uh, uh things that she that she doesn't has views, but when the team behind the Kelly Clarkson show were coming up with it, they thought wouldn't it be fun to open up the show with a different cover because one thing that Kelly Clarkson has done since day one of being discovered on um, American Idol, is that when she did the uh, run of state fairs in 2003, they would do a medley of eight cover songs. Yep. And then she would also take requests from the audience Mm -hmm. to show that she could kind of sing anything. Anything. So she's always done done covers. covers. Yep. And... um, so anyway, then they were like thinking about, well, wouldn't it be great if we did a new song every day? And um, they wanted it to be the kickoff because music is the common currency that Kelly has with all of her fans. Yes, it is. It makes perfect sense. And it sets her apart. And um, anyway, with my music licensing on tour, they could send her the list, but they get about 60% of what they want cleared. To sing. Oh, just about only 60. Okay, so they make other requests and they but doesn't get cleared? But by season two, it was 90%. Oh, okay, because okay, she was... can bring so much attention to someone's song that maybe we haven't heard in a while. Yeah, is, and is Kelly a fan of the songs and does she know them before the performance? It, some she's never heard before. They get 40% more requests than they can use. She does get final approval. They never surprise her. And they just um, gathered the songs from, you know, YouTube or whatever. And it's just 18 years of singing. And there's kind of, they know how her voice will be. And um, it's like Kelly just tries to just sing it the way she would feel it. And as far as the Kelly online, huge numbers. Well, she's everything. 
Yeah, but huge numbers. Um, she's had more than 300 Kellyokis. Wow. And she has um, 40 million YouTube views wow. to date on just her Kellyoki covers. Today's, or actually it was yesterday's. Okay, Kellyoki. Kellyoki singing Prince. Nothing compares to Oh, you. I want to hear it. I want her Spotify list. Oh, I know. I'm telling you, it, I he can sing. So good. I mean, that is such... A beautiful take, and you hear different things. You hear the words differently. I mean, right? She brings to covers. We've been in love with this woman forever, and, and she canceled on the state fair here in like twenty, probably thirteen or something, because like she that. got sick or something. Mm-hmm. And then we had to wait because we tried to see her so bad, and then we saw her at Excel like two years later, yeah. and she was barefoot mm-hmm. and she was pregnant. And if you covers. remember, and singing covers, and she just, she has, she's a. Treasure. Yeah, this interview is with her music director of 18 okay. years, and uh, they asked him what was the hardest uh, Kelly Oki do you think that Kelly would say that she's done? And they he said Prince's Let's Go Crazy was the hardest. There's so much happening in that song, and you don't want to leave one thing out. And that other girl who sings in Kelly in the yep, y'all in the band, band. yeah. So apparently she knows how to mimic Kelly. And so she does it. She records as Kelly. They record it. The band rehearses. They put their touch on it. And the first time Kelly hears anything is while she's in the makeup chair. And they send her two versions. The instrumental one with background and the one with just singing. We even imagine how she might riff and ad lib. And and then she'll either throw half of it away and make it her own based on her instinct or she's just like, we find all this out about 15 minutes before she goes on stage. Okay, that's that's an artist. Isn't it? Wow. And they have budgets to do a song every day Yep, for the money, wow. for getting it. and um, That she just listens to it the first time. She can't. In she's, the makeup chair. She's got so much going yeah. on. I believe this 100%. Yeah. And then how does she get the words? They must be on a teleprompter. Or she. How do you... She's still young. She can remember things. Well, they might have it because they do make it be um, a little bit uh, uh, closer. But anyway, I just thought I'd share that. I with love you, that. Where's that love, article? Huh? Where's that? that it's on Billboard. Okay, I want to check that. Yeah, out. it's a. I mean, but seriously, it would be such a best-selling um, list. Agree. Agree. You know why Apple doesn't do something like this to try to get people back to Apple? I don't know because right. they have the worst list. They don't have. They do it so hard on Apple. Yeah. Well, we're not here for your well, I'm just Apple telling, complaints No, but I'm right saying now. for people who are Apple streaming subscriber music. You would like them to complain to Apple? What no, are you looking for no I'm just saying they don't do it well. So that's yeah. why everyone went to Spotify. Right. That's why they lost market share. All right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. What's next? I, we didn't know, oh, no, stressful like, one, him, what you were no, doing. No, because that's Rocco. He left Apple. Everyone has left Apple because they don't do their But what does that have to do well. with Kelly? Because we need an, a Kelly. <laughs> I mean, that's list. the thing. I'm still trying to draw the dotted line. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think they were. I mean, I don't think they put out those recordings anywhere. We, they we just happen to record them from like her YouTube. No, yeah, yeah you go. She's got Kelly Oki as a YouTube thing. But it would be an excellent list, is all I was just trying to say. Yeah, all right. Well, if you stop don't trying to solve YouTube. everybody's music problems. Well, that, that was mine. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Wow, I'm sorry. You know, Ooh, well, I just couldn't figure out where that was coming from with Kelly. That's all. The algorithms will find you and figure it out. We have algorithms with our music every day in the double wide from YouTube. They know what we like.
And if we start with the 60s song, it stays with all the 60s. You won't believe the same the songs we hear every day. The algorithms are doing all the thinking. They really are. And they're doing all the targeted advertising. Now, here, this is just a little Instagram story from Bon Iver, which, you know, he wrote a lot of songs on Taylor's, I don't know if it was Folklore. Willow and Evermore. Folklore. Folklore, yes. Like, he's got maybe seven songwriting mm-hmm. credits. So, um, anyway, he shared 10 seconds of a a song with Taylor Swift. Let's listen. From the lawn. Studio something. Is this Exile? Yeah, yes. but this has been out. I don't right. understand what's new about this. I don't either. I guess he's they, teasing that he's they're doing more collaboration. I mean, that was a beautiful song, and their harmonization is gorgeous. It's a sappy song, Larry. I don't know if you like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> he doesn't like the sap. I know. Um, well, on Instagram Live, he was just like, that's the awesome Taylor one. I think this should be the single, but wasn't it already a single? It already was. So well, the we, the funny thing about that is because on um, Keith Urban was on James Corden last night, and, and James Corden said to him, I understand, you know, because he's hosting the country thing this Sunday night, mm-hmm. and he said, I understand that you collaborate with Taylor Swift on some of the new music, on the new newest thing that's coming yeah. out, whenever it is. And he goes, yeah, I was in the grocery store, and I had, and um, I get a call from Taylor Swift, what, Swift, where I'm in the grocery store in Australia, and she says, hey, will you sing on a couple of my songs? And he's like, yeah, great, just send them to me. I mean, just like... And they're just recording it from each other's studios. Everyone's recording it everywhere. Wherever they can, they're putting it together, and it sounds like magic. Because she's never met Bon Iver. I believe you. No, I mean, she yeah. said that when she won the Grammy. Bon Iver, I hope I meet you in person one day. <laughs> I mean, that was one of her her things that she said. I believe it. And I was like, what? They, and then I thought, oh, yeah, I guess they don't have to be in studio. The, you, the they mis- don't. Yeah. They don't. They just ship the files everywhere. All right, so for random thoughts, you guys, you're mm-hmm. going to want to stay with us because I'm going to give you, if you're worried about ED, if you know what it is, um, you're going to want to do this. I'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, this story you're going to want to hear about... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, listen up. There's a new study that just came out that basically says if you, your odds of developing erectile dysfunction (laughs) after having COVID-19 goes up 6%. So um, authors of the study, um, they studied 6,021 different people, 18 and older, 4,000 men, 2,700 excuse me, 4,000 women, 2,700 men, and they said erectile dysfunction was significantly higher among men who self-reported having COVID-19 than those who were negative. 6% higher. It's a lot. Percent. Yeah, I know. So they say, um, and if you are experiencing a sudden worsening of your, of your use of your unit, you might consider quarantining and actually getting a COVID test. It's a sign. Mm-hmm. I know, Rocco, I know it sounds silly, but they say it's an underlying condition. But the problem is, is that people who might get a little sicker from COVID tend to be older people sure. or whatever. Right. So, you know, it doesn't with help with underlying like, conditions. Yeah, and it doesn't help because like a 
like a guy in his twenties or even his thirties. I mean, that's that's good stiff wood that's happening there, and they don't know, you know, COVID or not. Well, they're saying it's happening to people eighteen plus, Larry. Right. There is something going on okay. with that, and that this if, sounds like a Sex Monday segment. Yeah. This sounds well, like a Pfizer commercial. Right. Well, here here's the deal. I mean, okay. this is something I would be, if I was a guy, you well, know, no or a gal. No one wants to get uh, COVID. No, no one no. wants to get it. But, of course, older age, diabetes, high body mass, smoking, right. increase your chances of getting coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But, and those are the same factors that are already associated right. with ED. But so that's another thing you can pay attention one to. One more thing on is that um maybe that would be a way to get some of these uh, guys who are so down on taking the vaccine. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Lori. This should scare some people. Six percent. And they said they don't know um if it's long or short term, but they know that um, it is a complication as a result of getting COVID, ED. Yeah. It's not being talked about yet. Right. Um, because it's, one in four because Americans. It's in the afternoon or yeah, company. I don't but. know. Uh, there was just another study. One in four Americans are refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And we need 85% of our country to get vaccinated for herd immunity. Mm-hmm. So come on, do your part. Come on, come on. I don't understand the hesitancy. We've stayed home for a flipping year and had our lives uh, turned upside down. And now people think, uh, you know what? President Trump ought to release the photos of himself and Melania getting their vaccinations. Know, that, would that, would take, that would take care of that. Mm-hmm. It really would. Unless you're somebody who truly believes... Which I had a conversation with someone who I never met before, but had the con- tracking devices. You're getting a tracking device by the government. Oh, that's what's being shot into your arm? Yes. Wow. And it's they're using the fi- 5G okay. network. And I mean, I was just absolutely, <laughs> I just said, now you don't believe that. Oh, I do believe it. And I said, well, I don't think you should believe that because that's just not even scientifically how vaccines work, mm-hmm. you know, or shots work. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, have you been a baby? And the person said, yeah. And then I said, really? Lori, that's such a fun question. Have you been a you've child? Because you've been vaccinated. Right. They said they didn't <laughs> believe it. Have you I said, have you been ever? a baby? And then, of course, they said, yes. And I said, well, did you go to public school? Yeah. I said, well, then you've been vaccinated, you moron. There you but go. But I didn't say moron because I didn't know the person. But they were very sincere in the tracking device by the 5G towers is their reason not really. What else could I say? But have you been a baby? There, Lori. Really, I, I would agree. I think that that, that conversation merited that because question. Because by the time you're like three yeah. months old, how many vaccinations do your kids get? A gazillion. Mm-hmm. They get a gazillion. Yeah, for everything. And why? Mm-hmm. You don't remember it, and you got to do it when they're babies, so they don't die when they're two weeks old. Of you know yeah. whatever. Or whatever, you know, right, how you know. Children, how it, babies used I to know. die all the time, yeah, you know? Anyway, I know. but I thought I, that was a pretty like good that. comeback. Have you I, been a baby? I think that's good. And, and the look on the person's face when you said that, was it? Well, they... They, they, they had- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Answered me seriously. Yes, I have been a baby. Mm-hmm. As if there's any well, doubt. This is good to know. <laughs> I can see you smart ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we talked about why rental car rates are soaring because the demand, you know, when the Cars were just not being rented. They sold them off to leasing companies. And like they were just, 30% of yes, some fleets. Yes. Avis and Budget Group sold off 31% of their fleet. Hertz sold off more. So now when people started traveling again this um, winter, it hasn't slowed down yet. There still is this big bottleneck. And people are talking about looking, um, going to Yellowstone in September and the most complicated part is finding a car. So the recommendation, guys, is if you are traveling this summer, start looking in your rent-a-car ASAP. Right. And you can join clubs. You can look at what your credit card does with it. You can look at your airline partner. They might have some yeah, rent-a-car packages. the only packages. place I've ever really worried about renting a car in certain times of year have been Hawaii, Hawaii California, Florida. Florida, Montana, and like maybe Scottsdale, like like if you were going for spring training, my mom and I used to go, we'd yep. watch the Mariners, and you'd have to make your car reservation way ahead of time, way. because so many people flying in for, probably Fort Myers, the same yep. thing when the Twins are in practice. Well, so, just because everyone yeah. goes there in the winter. Yeah. yeah, so you just, this is something that we didn't have to think about before. Um, that there wouldn't even be a car. Yeah, or that you'd be few. paying an outrageous amount. So just think... Yeah. Think about that because everyone's got all this pent up vacation uh, right. to use. And so everyone mm-hmm. is in the same boat. This is kind of a cute story. Bemidji College student is a ukulele star with 2.9 million TikTok followers. Um, Rocco, did you get this? Yes. Okay, Jack. a couple songs. Okay, Jax Nanawar. Um, he is from Canada and he um, goes to Oak Hills Christian College in Bemidji, Minnesota. And. Um, a couple of years ago, his um, family gave all the cousins ukuleles. He didn't get one. He already played the piano and drums and was singing kind of at church and stuff, but not full time. He's a basketball player. And um, he ended up, oh gosh, there was our time. We can play later. All right. Well, anyway, he's a ukulele star. He's dropped out. He's got signed to a contract. Um, and you can follow him at TikTok, made him a huge star well let's play his song when we come when back we come back yeah. the yeah. is on tiktok so it's 15 seconds or yeah. less but yeah. we'll, we'll i'll play you some all it's right. kind of cool all right we'll be back oh, this song is still so good madonna 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 are we gonna play our tiktok ukulele bemidji guy song yeah we could do that so i have uh bill withers song and a drake song let's do bill withers okay here we go and like I said, it's, yeah. you know, it's a TikTok, so it's only 15 seconds. Right. Katie, Katie Vernon is like an amazing ukulele player. Yeah. She, yeah, just, it is, I love a ukulele. 
You it, know, it is that it sound. Is, he, this this head is getting a ukulele made and named after him called the Jax. Yeah, and because what's the deal now? He's on he's TikTok on TikTok, and, and he went from a hundred thousand people, and he thought, "Wow, I'm going to make it." And he was followed by Jason Derulo, mm-hmm. and then he thought, "Wow," and now it's up to two point nine million. He has dropped out of school. He has been signed by a record label. Right. His internet success, he connected them with R&B songwriters. Um, he hopes to inspire others to discover their hidden talent, talents. Um, and their exploring. hidden talents that might yeah. be hidden under yes. their other fingernails. It's hard to play ukulele with talents, but right. tell everybody, how do you, what's his TikTok his, handle? It, well, his TikTok is, his name is Jax Noir, N-W-A-L-O-R. And how do you spell his first name? Jex, J-E-X. J-E-X, okay. All right, here's Drake. All right. Okay, so um, just keeping it, you know, on the music thing. Yeah. So uh, Steezers tweeted us at when we, uh, she said she turned on the radio, or he turned on the radio when we were talking about T Swift and Bon Iver. Did you know that local drummer extraordinaire JT Bates worked on the Folklore album? It was such a big secret, he didn't even know whose album it was. Okay, I even like that more. Isn't that yes. amazing? So that's pretty cool. And then Steezers also tweeted us when I. The anti-vaxxer that I didn't know that I was talking to, mm-hmm. and that I said, well, have you been a baby when they said they didn't believe in vaccinations? Uh, Steezers pointed out, I always wonder if this new wave of anti-vaxxers have a smartphone, if they're worried about a mythical tracking device, but you're walking around with a GPS microphone in your pocket and your purse at all times that knows where you are at all times and where you've been. All we already times. have a tracker. We and it's a, the, the towers are already yeah. tracking us. And and I get in my car if I make a left hand turn yeah. on university, it it knows exactly where I'm going. And if yeah. I make a right, it knows the other place. I mean, I, it's amazing. I mean, to that's me. one thing in watching the serpent, and one of the oh. reasons why that show is such a mind twist uh, because it takes place in a time period. And I, even though, yes, maybe the sixties and seventies don't feel that long ago, but it, what feels unimaginable is the paperwork. Well, the fact that you could get away with so many things because everything was, there was no tracking device because None. phones tell everything about people, transactions with credit card, you know, in the, Think back, we used to, you went with traveler's checks. Yes. Nobody, there were no bank machines to right. get cash from. You had traveler's, traveler's checks. checks is what you got. And there was, you know, even like to have an international manhunt was laborious because it was telex. And, right. You know, so all these things that we take for granted that must help in solving, solving crime. Some, yeah, things that this guy couldn't have gotten away with what no he got way. away with. Although a our friend, you know, B, Wolf, yeah, the member yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Academy. Uh-huh. She, We're talking the Academy Academy. The Academy Awards. The her, Academy. Her, her husband was uh-huh. the um, editor um, on The Rose and on Golden Pond. And she always has, like, really great uh, stories about Hollywood. And she, I had sent her a note, you know, are you watching The Serpent? Right. And... She said to this, she said, I have been watching it. I read the book Serpentine in the late 70s and couldn't put it down. I worked at 
uh, Mahoney Wasserman in 1974, and Johnny Mathis's PR agent recommended that I read The Serpentine. And the PR agent for Johnny and she, and where she worked, it was the same office. Right. He told me the story as his brother lived in Bangkok and oh. wanted to buy the rights to it way back in the 70s. But it was difficult because of the involvement of so many people and countries in those days. Wow. Just to even get the rights. I couldn't put the book down. How long he, how long he gets away with it is amazing. But there was absolutely zero technology in those right. days. Although it was world news about the killings, who's killing all the hippies. Yep. And the book was published in 1979, written by Thomas Thompson, and he wrote Blood and Money. It's a good series based on a mesmerizing book. I'm okay. So, Rocco, you <laughs> haven't started it yet. No. I know. All right. So, I watched another episode at, at last night, and I have to, I'm so stressed out watching it. It, it, it reminds me of Ozark in a way. Yeah. Because you're just so stressed out because you're like, no good choices are going to happen, and who's going to die next? Right. I mean, that's stressful to me. Yeah. You know, so I just, I have to, I've got like two left and it's just. And those two episodes are jaw dropping. But I don't want my friends to die. So that's why I don't want to watch it. You have to keep watching. It's a true story. It happened long ago in countries far away. I don't want my friends that I don't know on the TV to die. Right. And I watched Big Sky last night. You had watched it the night. Did you catch This Is Us yet? No, I had had to watch City of Lies. I had to catch up with Aldous Hodges and Kevin Bacon. All right, well, Younger, Younger, the final season is tonight. And Mm -hmm. it used to be on what network? TV Land. Yeah, no longer. So it is now on Paramount Plus, which, by the way, is the former CBS All Access. Right. So, Rocco, you're using a sampler right now of Paramount Plus, right? Uh, Yeah, I actually signed up for a second month, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's... I think what is it eight bucks nine bucks five ninety nine well nine ninety nine a month commercial, commercial free. free yeah I'm, I didn't go commercial free okay but they um that's where you can that stinks and I then know. will it be on TV Land the it's next on Hulu. day oh it's not on, on Hulu. TV Land at all. all not at TV Land at all it's on Hulu and doesn't that kind of make you mad that TV Land gives yeah. a chance they get broadcast it for five years and then. Probably TV Land is owned by CBS. All everyone owns everyone yeah. these days. And then the other thing is, someone wanted us to know the Good Wife because we talked about the oh, writing, the, the Good Fight. The, but the Good Wife right now is on every night at ten o'clock on Start TV, which is channel two two three in the Twin Cities, and they're in the middle of season two of seven season. Oh. Thanks, Roxy. Yeah, she sent us that and wanted us to know that. But that's another good show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was we watched it every Sunday night. Loved that show. Chris Noth was in it. Yeah. Mr. Big loved it. Um, okay, just I wanted to just give you guys in case you're wondering who's winning the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame vote. When is when do when is the voting finalized? Is uh, it coming up? The the final vote is um, uh, it's. There, people are still voting, but guess who is in first place? Jumped in, in the fan voting, where you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I don't and they even have the know fans voting. It, so I'm just going to say. Oh, we talked about it. I Tina know. Turner, uh, the Go-Go's, the Foo Fighters, Carol King. There's a good class. In the fan voting? The fan voting so far. Tina Turner is walloping everybody. I She's love it. leaps ahead. They want to give it to her before she dies. Of everybody. And dead last is Jay-Z. So... I'm not surprised. Yeah, so I think the documentary, too. And then, mm-hmm. um, but Carol King is in number six. I mean, the Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, and the Foo Fighters. I had a Carol King that me in the fan voting. 
All right. We don't know what the actual members. I think it's like 700 people or something that vote right. on that. Okay, let's talk about just how 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 bad uh, one of the most prestigious band, br- brands in the world is at managing their um, PR. Their PR, and mm-hmm. I'm talking about Buckingham Palace, the firm, the institution, because. Uh, earlier this week, the Daily Mail reported that Prince Andrew was demanding to dress in military uniform, an admiral uniform, which he never was an admiral right. in the Navy, um, at Prince Philip's funeral. And to, to get the information that Prince Andrew is demanding, that came from within the firm, if you will. That came Agreed. from the palace. And now ITV and the BBC are reporting that uh, Queen Elizabeth had to step in and say no one's wearing military uniform because they took away Harry's military titles, which was such a petty move. Because someone who served two tours of duty in Afghanistan, real tours of duty. And so they realized maybe Elizabeth, maybe Charles, maybe somebody, they're like, oh, if they let pedo Prince Andrew wear his admiral navy uniform when he didn't retire as a navy and, and we he don't served someone... for six weeks in the Falklands yeah. far away from a ship watching everybody else do the action they realize and William's in a uniform and Charles and Harry the only one who has served it would raise awkward questions yes, about why are we letting the guy the kid who the son of the queen who we said you can't be a working royal anymore but you can keep your title and your money and then the other one we took away everything from him and all mm-hmm. he wanted to do was just live his life we won't let him worry it would look so bad so now they're all wearing dark suits they're all wearing suits why are they so bad at this i don't know but the other thing that came out is that Jeez. the brothers aren't going to walk next to each other in the first procession they're going to have their cousin between them which means Peter Phillips? Yeah, which means the boys aren't getting along. They have not resolved anything. And then when they go to two by two by two when they're carrying the the coffin into the church, he they're not together either. Well, that might change. Maybe they'll change their mind, although probably not once No, yeah. it's out. Oh, it's boy. announced. I mean, it it just sounds like the reconciliation is not happening. Which is such a Julia, it's up to the big brother. Yeah, it's such a shame. It's up to William, Mm -hmm. Prince Baldingham, Mm -hmm. as I'm calling him right now, because I'm very mad at him. (laughs) Just let Harry live his life. Yeah. You know, anyway, they just didn't want Andrew walking around like military Ken doll and puffing up his chest and trying to talk to people because... It is still the fact that he was good friends with the dead pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Mil- Maxwell. Did, Rocco, did you okay. like that one? A military um, Ken doll. <laughs> okay. I kind of like that. <laughs> That's what he would look like. He would look so ridiculous. And there's Harry, who served two tours of duty in Afghanistan. And was a captain. Not allowed and there's Charles in a uniform. He's never been in actual war. There's William, who rescued people from the North Sea. As a helicopter pilot. Right. But, you know, it, the optics of it are, I'm just, I'm really amazed for a brand that 
I mean, they're so bad it's at this. It's been around so long. <laughs> yeah, I, they're just so bad at this. Anyway. Okay. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Stars, they're just like this. And Justin Thoreau speaks. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Well, let's just Hollywood speak. Uh, A-Rod, not the fact that J-Lo dumped him after she realized he's a sneaky man and can't be trusted. Oh, yes. Well, apparently, um, on Saturday, this sports site, maybe you know it, Rocco, The Athletic? Yes. That site, they got the scoop and broke the news that A-Rod... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Had uh, bought the, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. in partnership with that billionaire guy. Right. And ESPN didn't get the story Till half hour later. Now, ESPN apparently was pissed. Anyone want to Hollywood speak why? We'll let you go first, Rocco, since this is a sport Hollywood speak. Well, because the athletics kind of a young upstart of people that were cast off from ESPN, perhaps. Oh. And they beat the big boys. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And one more and, reason. And he works for ESPN. Oh, uh... He does Sunday Night Baseball. <laughs> He's a commentator. And the money. I mean, they already pay him money to be part of it. I mean, I would be pissed. They were apparently yeah, furious As- when he showed up to work on Monday to try and appease the network. Quote, unquote, in a text seen by Page Six, one of A-Rod's people, you know, on his team wrote to the execs at ESPN saying, hi, guys. Yeah, we should save something for ESPN instead of uh, uh, giving it, you know, to somebody else. Uh, And but the next round for sure will make sure that you you get get the first. Oh, dear. I mean, wouldn't you think that would be the first call? Yeah, I would be pissed. Pretty bad. Yep. It's really okay. Um yeah, he's just he bills himself as this smart entrepreneur guy, but mm-hmm. that, like that's a like basic yeah that is one oh one. If that would be like um, Rocco, you calling WCCO with some <laughs> kind of scoop that you had on something, and then is it possible that the athletic got the scoop from like the Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor? You know, I mean, maybe it is it first. is possible that they could have got it from someone else. You know, who saw a rod in town, heard that there was all this. I mean, that is possible, but but at the same time. But yeah, no, I don't think so. I think that they think that with the, because the athletic had details that had, had to come from somebody. You know, maybe it wasn't a rod. Maybe it was his partner or whatever who might be a silent investor in that. Who knows? Yes. But anyway, didn't look good. So Jay a rod really in the doghouse with his boss and his former fiance. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's weird how we're, uh, Timberwolves fans are going to need to 
you know, Adjust. like him. Yeah, we because are. Because we've hated him for so long. Yeah, we have. Everybody did, in this town, he crushed the twins for like a decade. He did. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, he's going to move the team to well, Las Vegas. That's the rumors, yeah. that's He's going to move the team to Las Vegas and it'll be worth twice what he paid for it. That's what he's going to do? This is uh, what uh, hidden sports authorities in my household have reported right. to me. Yep. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, also, Justin Theroux, we posted. Uh, it is, Who? It is the worst photo. I, I A cover story of Justin Theroux with nicely shaded uh, muscles holding a big, dog. scary looking dog. Yeah. Okay. And it's very a shadowy photo. That way they were really able to make him look much more muscular than his whippet lean frame is, yeah, which we saw in person. Okay, I mean, Rocco, his his doggle ganger is a whippet. He's okay. so thin. He's so thin. So, so thin. So thin. And uh, so the, he looks quite sculpted in this Esquire photo when you look at it, like really a tough guy. So, okay, Esquire asked Justin Thoreau this, because it's been three years since he and Aniston... Uh, announced their separation, and they called it a separation because they never actually got married. <laughs> Just to remind people, these two never got married. Right. That was a PR stunt. There, mm-hmm. they didn't say they were married. They did not say they were married. But right. when they announced they were separating, they announced it as a separation because you can't get divorced from someone you've never been married to. <sighs> anyway, details. Uh, one scenario that had been gossiped about was that she wanted to live in California and he, he wanted, wanted to, to live, live in New York. York. Right. And so Esquire asked him about that. And okay. because Justin Thoreau cannot give an interview without hanging on Jennifer Aniston's coattail, well, he said this about the bi-coastal reason for mm-hmm. their split up. That's a narrative that is not true for the most part. Okay, so what does that mean? Uh, it means... It is true. It is true. One of us did want to move right. and the other one didn't. Exactly. That's basically what he's telling us. Then he goes on to say, Esquire said, well, have you remained friends? And he says, I would say we've remained friends. We don't talk every day, but we FaceTime, we text. That's a yes or no question. Yeah. Have you remained friends? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes much detail no. yeah. makes me think. We we talked twice. We FaceTimed <laughs> once last year. But I'm going to get both those in there so I can still be hold on to her coattails. And he says, I would save her friends. Interesting. She might say I suck. Mm-hmm. Right, right, Very right. good. Well, Very because, good catch, Lori. And then also he said, because uh, he really talks quite a bit. I mean, he doesn't uh-huh. need to. As people could have said, we don't want to talk. But he wants to talk about right. and He wants to remind us that he was with her. And then he said, he was asked by Esquire, how do you keep the peace after a split? Well, when you don't have any kids. Right. It's real easy to keep. And you live in two different coasts. Because you never have to talk yeah. to each other. The, the bummer is for her, she had to share her friends with him and he globbed onto him. Right. He, here's his answer. I think that when you get good at relationships, and here I am single, if you love the person the same way you love them in the relationship, it would behoove you to love them the same way out of the relationship. Oh, Who wants to take a bleep while you're walking out the door? That is the longest answer. No, I'm going to say, though, what that means for him. You don't poop where you where you play. You know, basically what he is saying is that yep. she 
She helped build him up. She helped make no him one, be a household I'm, name. Yeah. No one knew Justin Thoreau. He was a bit part guy who wrote something, who starred in some little things, but he, she raised his star value so much that he got the Gucci thing or whoever he yeah. d- dressed, right. Versace or whatever he wore. I mean, she raised him so high, and he's never, ever, ever going to say one bad thing about her because he wouldn't be where he was today without her. Thank you. Very good, Julia. Mm-hmm. You don't poop where you play. That's right. Orlando Bloom's reply to uh, Katy Perry put like a glamorous photo of herself up with some cleavage, and all these people were She's like... looking really pretty. Yeah, fire and doing all these She's things. She's pretty. What did and he in the say? middle of... The comments, he wrote, babe, we still need oat milk. Okay, that's just funny. Okay, that's just funny, Lori. I think that's funny. It just shows everybody's relationship gets Monday. Yeah, I think that's funny. I think he was spoofing people. Yeah, I know, but it, is, I like it that. was just like, oh, they're just like us. Yes, they people. are. Oh, that's kind of funny. All right. People, we'll see, see you later. Yeah.